Packers fan, you're sticking your head out of the window right now. Damn straight. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on board. The day after an ugly Packers loss, uh, Don says, isn't there a Rooney role in the NFL? There is, but not for interim head coach. They will begin the process of searching for a head coach, but not for an interim head coach. They they just grab somebody and stick them in there, and that's what Jim Irsay did. If you're just tuning us in, Jeff Saturday, coming off the set of ESPN's Get Up, uh, he is uh, he has been told he is the next head coach, the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Oh my goodness! And if I'm if I'm Jeff Saturday, why do you want that job? Seriously, why do you want that job? I mean, you you got a bad team. You are beloved as a Super Bowl winner, as a guy that is ring of honor, all that kind of stuff in Indianapolis. Why why would you come back and say, yeah, I'll do this? I mean, it's strictly a PR move. Why would you do that? But he is. (laughs) It's just Jeff Saturday smashing pancakes all over the joint. There you go. He's the next head coach. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Ben Kenny is back in the driver's seat producing the program. Ben, how you doing, man? Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever it is. Are you uh, Are you doing okay? Uh, that's uh, Okay is a relative term. I see I, yeah. I kind of stepped into a forest fire here, so I, yeah. I, I didn't bring any water. Okay. That's okay. You can pee it out. No, that was We're good uh, with that. It was a tough weekend. It's been a long day. I'm seeing double a yeah. bit. I, I now what? Now were you in Philly this morning? Yes, I woke up at three o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock Central time, to wing my way back here. And and so you then went to the airport, and then you flew into Milwaukee, or you flew into into Madison. Flew to Chicago, layover in Chicago, in, in that dump of an airport. Uh, still remains the worst uh, physical establishment in this country, O'Hare Airport. Had a, had a long layover there, sent some emails, listened to the beginning of the show, and then uh, arrived about an hour ago. I, I'm okay. seeing double. I've totally forgotten uh, which lines are full with callers, and it's very clear. My brain is just, <laughs> like, my eyes are seeing two things at once. It's just brutal. locked down, huh? Yeah. And, yeah, tough series. Get, I don't know. Get home, sleep, and then you're... Uh... You're going to be good to go tomorrow after maybe 12, 14 hours of shut-eye. Tired or depressed, you know? Probably both. Probably. I mean, look, uh, the Packers got spanked. Your Eagles are still undefeated, so that was good. Your uh, professional soccer team lost in the finals. Yeah, who cares? So I didn't know if you gave two, damn, two dams about that. I know Ebo was talking about that this morning, and then obviously the loss to the uh, Houston Astros. The only positive out of that was that Dusty Baker gets his win, but beyond that, I can't stand the Astros organization. I was rooting for the Phillies. just didn't happen. I was going to text you, but I thought, you know what? I bet you you're being inundated with, oh, my God, are you okay, texts. Or everybody just left you alone. We were waiting for the splash from underneath one of the bridges in the <laughs> Philadelphia area as to whether or not that was actually going to happen or not. Zach Halpern so, yeah. texted me and wanted to check in on the picks we make on our show. He went 5-0 and last week. I went 0-5. And at the end, oh, he God. said, but I'm not going to text you about it as he is texting me because I know that the game's not going well. And I right. told him to politely, uh, I, I said some profanities back in the text message. He proceeded to tweet it. 
So everyone knew. Oh, the did he? Okay. Misery I was nice. in. So yeah, that's hey, I was. I, I did think of you this weekend. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, but I officially joined TikTok this weekend. Oh God! Actually, I did yeah. notice. Grant Bill sent me one of your videos. Yeah, it was. Uh, which one was it? The Christmas video, or was it the uh, the video in the bar? I forget. Uh, I was really drunk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've officially, uh, I started doing social media classes and I was doing some things and they said, you know, uh, one of the bigger platforms out there now, you got to join TikTok. So I did, I've connected it. I don't know where my stuff is going anymore. Everything's interconnected and interwoven. So, uh, so TikTok is now official. So you got the Bill Michaels over on TikTok and on on YouTube with the YouTube channel with the Bill Michaels show and on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels and Facebook and, and then you got Instagram and yeah, it's, it's everywhere. So anyway, I was thinking of you though. I I couldn't think of anything insightful to post. So I just figured, you know, Kristen smoking a hookah and a bunch of girls singing Christmas music might be the way to go to start (laughs) things off very softly. (laughs) So that was it. Nobody wants to see me. You're taking social media classes? I did. I, what I did was because I am always intrigued by reach and intrigued by um, more ways to reach more people. And what does doesn't work and all that kind of stuff, what people like and they don't like. And um, and, and just certain things and how to use certain things properly. Because the, the one thing you don't want to do is do something just to do it and look stupid. So I thought, you know, I, I'm I'm going to learn more about it. So I I've taken, I've enrolled in one of the local colleges here, and they have a whole social media class. So yeah, you take a few via Zoom. So I started that last week. I was gonna, I've had it in the plan for a while, but I started that last week. Hey, so. the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Michaels. <laughs> so, I'm proud. So just to, you know, just I'm to kind of you know. Although I, I will say this, I, uh, I, I don't, it, but part of the problem with a lot of the social media platforms, if you've never used it before and you have no idea how to use it properly, most of the classes assume that you're on them and you know how to use them. It's just what content to post. And so I, it's, it's, I, I feel like the kid back, back in eighth grade, I was, I was, Always a straight A student, and it's a long, boring story. But always a straight A student. I got in. I got a teacher in eighth grade who was just always just assume you knew everything and moved on really fast. And I got lost in math. I have to admit that I got lost in math. So my freshman year of high school, I had to take summer school because I was so far behind because of my math teacher, who I just could not connect with, and had this sense of instead of if you asked a question to really kind of understand what it is she was trying to tell you. Um, she would basically belittle you. So I had great grades, all except for math. I was a straight-A student except for math, and I ended up getting, I think, a C or a D in math that year. And then I was so bar- far behind when I got to high school that it it took me I, – I couldn't catch up. So I went to summer school, and I ended up getting caught up on, you know, kind of some of the methodology of math. I feel like that again, where I'm behind because a lot of the people that are taking the class are 30 or younger. And then there's me. So they assume that all of these younger people know exactly what it is they're talking about. They've already done it. All they're looking for is how to do certain things on certain levels better. 
Me, I'm looking how to use it, kind of like the owner's manual, so to speak. So it's a little, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta catch up. You know, you gotta catch up. Nick says, uh, just don't dance on TikTok. Uh, no, I'm not doing a lot of dancing on TikTok. Not, not gonna do that. <laughs> so, anyway, there you go. Packers lose ugly fashion, fifteen to nine. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense anyway. Fifteen to nine. What an ugly, ugly game against a team that is the worst scoring defense in all of football. You mustered nine. Two red zone picks, one inside the 25. So, in essence, three picks down near the end zone. Absolutely awful performance from Aaron Rodgers. Terrible performance from the wide receiving core. The defense didn't play bad. I'm not going to sit here and blast Joe Barry like everybody was doing yesterday. Why? They gave up 15 points against an offense that could actually score. You know? Why? Doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, is what it is. 877-867-1670. Um... Dwayne says, can we get back to talking about sports? Dwayne, we've been talking sports for over two hours. Relax. All right? What you need to do, this is what you do, Dwayne. Lean forward, put your hands on the desk, okay? Put your hands on the desk, kind of lean forward. You're standing up now. Lean forward, and then relax your butt. There you go. It'll drop your underwear a little bit. You won't be eating those shorts, okay? You're good to go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um we're gonna hear from Matt LaFleur and a bunch coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh stay tuned. Let's get back to the phone calls, talk to Bob listening to us in uh, River Falls. Bob, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey Bill, thanks for taking my calls. Haven't uh haven't spoke to you in a while here. I'm the guy that's been uh just yipping about the coaching here in Green Bay for quite a while here and I think the same thing still applies here. But uh, I heard earlier a caller talk about the draft and who we should pick and so on position-wise. But until we do something about the coaching here, these young guys we bring on board, we're not going to get the full potential out of them anyway. So we still got the problem of coaching in Green Bay. At least that's my opinion. But my real point here, Bill, I'd like you to comment on. I don't want to put you on the spot. But if you're Mark Murphy and the rest of this season plays out like it looks like it's going to play out. And I know realize that things could turn around. But if it plays out like the last five games, what do you do as Mark, as Mark Murphy? Because to me, it, quirl, it, it squarely sits on his shoulders right now. Right. That's a great question. I uh, Now, this would take into consideration that I don't have brand-new, renewed contracts for both my general manager and my head coach. If I look at this team and I say, undisciplined, same mistakes, uh, and I believe guys have become, begun to turn a deaf ear towards coaching, I think I make a change. I, I think I would start there. Um I, I, if I'm Mark Murphy, I probably sit down. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna usurp the authority of my general manager. So I'm gonna talk to Brian Gutekinds, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a, a straight in the eye look, and I'm gonna say, you answer me one question, yes or no. Do you believe Matt Lafleur still has this team? 
I don't want to hear about most of it, a majority of it. Maybe he's got this guy or that guy, but doesn't have that. I want to know, do you believe he still has his team? Because if he does, okay, let's move forward. Let's find about better personnel. If you think he doesn't, then I make a move. And you've got a guy that uh, that the guys love, that they played for in Rich Passaccia. You got him on staff already. So you could always move him into a an overseer role, which he did extremely well at when he was with Las Vegas. You could bring him in. You could go after Sean Payton. You can go after a numerous other other guys. But that's the way I would look at it and say, let's start there. Okay, if you believe you got the guy now, what do we believe to be our weakest position? Let's build up from there. And if our weakest position is wide receiver, then my mandate is I want to sign not one but maybe two really good veterans. We're going to look at the growth of Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Uh, we're going to have a high draft choice, and if you still have Rodgers in the fold, this is not about three years down the road. This is about getting another wide out right now. You, you And I would also ask about, quite frankly, because you really screwed the pooch when you brought in Jordan Love because you threw him on an island where he has a no-win situation because if he's good, he's not seeing the field. If he's not good, then you've got an albatross around your neck that basically you threw away when you could have picked up maybe a wide receiver and made this team better. You've got all these different things, and you've got to make a decision. So if he's the real deal, then you go ahead and keep him and you get another wide receiver. If he's not, now you've got to make a decision to go after another quarterback. Do you yep. trade him away? Yep. I mean, what do you got to do? I think it, this is a really pivotal offseason for this franchise in many different ways right now. Well, they need leadership. There's no question they need leadership because they do not have it right now. Right. No, I, I, I something has to give. I just, I, I, you can't blow everything up. Because then you're saying, okay, everything sucks and we're starting over. And I don't think we're, I don't think as an organization they're that far away. I mean, it may seem like it, but look at they. All they did was lose an off season, lose the, in the playoffs last year, and they lost Devontae Adams, a couple of other wide receivers, and Billy Turner. You mean to tell me that those five guys were holding this whole house of cards up? I don't believe that. So it might no, just be a managerial that. change. It might be a management change, and then go from there. Now, I believe that there's talent here. I just believe it's for whatever reason falling on deaf ears at this point. Well, appreciate it, Bill. Thanks a lot. You do a great job. Really appreciate all your all you do. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. I mean, that's where I start. Right? And if I'm missing a boat here, you let me know. But I, I'm you can't blow everything up. You can't just get rid of everybody. You can't just get rid of Rogers. You can't just, you know, you can't just do all of that. You have to be smart about it. Because I don't think that while last year they were a really good team, but they were the number one overall team. They were the number one overall seed going into the postseason. How do they go from being the number one overall to the worst? You know? It doesn't make sense. Something else is innately wrong. That's why I don't believe it's necessarily this whole rebuild of talent. I think it's a reboot of something. And only they know behind closed doors. But here's the, here's the thing. There's one thing you have to do. You have to do, if you are Mark Murphy, one thing you have to do. I'll tell you what that is when we come back. And I just don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if they'll do it. But one thing you have to do. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This is a, a lot of life lessons for sure this year, um, but luckily it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. We'll be counted out probably by many, and we'll see how we respond. Welcome back. Good to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well, and they have a 98% success rate. Call them. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. How about uh, if you're uh, floating around out there and you're kind of tired, you're moody, you're sluggish, you can't figure out why, putting on weight. If you're over the age of 30, could be low T. They can help you out with that. Then again, there could be the all-in-one weight loss program. And that could be beneficial, especially especially this time of year if you're cleaning up the kids' uh, <laughs> trick-or-treating candy. Uh, or maybe you're uh, getting into the cookie uh, and pie season. Oh, boy. Here you go. You don't want to start 2023, uh, you know, way behind the eight ball, so to speak. So give them a call, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Uh, let's get back to it. Let's go to our buddy Larry. Larry, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hi, Bill. Hey, um, you do a great job. I think you should have a national sports talk show. Oh, thank I you. I appreciate it. Look forward to, to your commentary every day, and especially Monday mornings after uh, the Packers um, <laughs> wins or losses. Um, I I wanted to say uh, about, Aaron, about Aaron Rodgers that uh, he – Every year likes to talk about how he owns the Bears. I think he should change that to how uh, he still owns Matt LaFleur and Gutekunst. Because I think he's got them wrapped around his little finger. They can't do anything without worrying about what Aaron Rodgers thinks. It, it, it's, yeah, over the last year and a half, I would agree with that. They they certainly – I don't know about what he thinks, but I think they, they give him the respect of we are going to talk to you and let you know what's going on or at least what we're thinking and maybe take some of his input. But uh, this offseason, it's not necessarily about what he wants. It's about getting this team better and hoping he if he does come back, which I would assume he would, uh, if he does come back, then my assumption is that it, you know you got to cut off the dead wood and you got to get better in the right here and the right now. There, there is no tomorrow. Yeah, you know, um, I think so often I get frustrated when you know the, when he's uh, Rogers is outplayed by rookie quarterbacks or second or third string quarterbacks. Um, and uh, I want to ask you about um, what is Rogers' playoff record. Isn't it like sub 500? Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, I don't have it sitting here at my fingertips, but um, but I can find it for you for sure. Um, but, but, la- but last year, uh, you know, at the, um, the playoffs, he's twelve and ten. That- he's he's twelve and ten in the playoffs in the postseason. Um, not so good for Mister uh, Mister uh, Hero or Mister whatever mm-hmm. all of yeah. the awards that he gets, but. Um, I think that your comment about Bisaccia is is great. Um, who did he uh, coach last year when the when the the head coach Las got Vegas. Fi- fired? 
Las Vegas. Yeah, that was he, when Gruden got canned because uh, of the emails and such through the Washington Commander's investigation, and he got busted in that. I think he did a very good job uh, with that team, and I, you know, read that the players loved him out there. Um, I think I think he knows what it takes to be a good football player. He knows what he's looking for, and um, he'd make a great head coach for the Packers. Yeah, um, Basaccia has a way of communicating, and and you know, with guys, and they really just enjoy him and appreciate him. So yeah, I, you know, if you're going to go in that direction, I mean, he's he's built in, he's right here. So I I would not uh, I would not discourage that or be upset if they went in that direction. But who knows? It, you know, if, if indeed they do that then I would give Basachi a shot. If they don't, then I think uh, other coaching changes need to be made because the offensive line has clearly gone down once Stenovich became the uh, the offensive coordinator. Uh, there's been, a uh, obviously, with Butkus there, it just hasn't materialized for whatever reason. The offensive line has been a problem. Then again, they've had injuries, too that they've been coming back from. And who knows, maybe, you know, maybe Elton Jenkins will be better coming into next season after getting a year past the ACL injury and such. And maybe Runyon will be a, another year better. And Josh Nyman playing right tackle. Or maybe, who knows, maybe he goes back to left tackle. And he becomes the yeah. left tackle if Zach Tom doesn't pan out. But I, I just think it starts in the trenches. You build from there. But you got to find more weapons on the outside for Rodgers. Yeah. All right, well, thanks okay. a lot, Bill. All right, buddy, appreciate it. He drops off, you get on board. Yeah, Rodgers... Uh, overall, now, you know, when they say what is his record, the team's record is, under Aaron Rodgers is 12-10, and 10, okay? Now, let's think about this for a minute, all right? Shall we? Uh, they beat Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. The loss to the New York Giants and Eli Manning, they just got it, their asses handed to them. The next year... Uh, Rodgers throws up a 104.9 quarterback rating. They knock off the Minnesota Vikings. Then they ultimately lost to San Francisco in an ugly game. But remember, San Francisco, they were able to run the ball almost at will. The very next year, same thing happened. Rodgers didn't play poorly, but the but the defense was terrible. They were just a bad team in that case. Uh, then they ended up beating Dallas. Remember that they uh, they lose that that year to Seattle, which I firmly believe in the NFC Championship game. Uh, I really and Rodgers had a terrible game. Rodgers played awful. He had a fifty-five point eight quarterback rating in that ball game. It was terrible, but I still believe they win that game. If it, you know for Bostic, if they win that game, they go on to win the Super Bowl. I just believe they were the better team. I really do. Next year against Washington, Rodgers throws up a 93.5 quarterback rating. They get the win. Then they face Arizona in the divisional round. They lose there. He had a bad game. Uh, the next year, here come the Giants yet again, but they get the win. They get the win. They're at home. They get the Giants. Rodgers has a spectacular performance, throws for 362 yards, four touchdowns, and just walks away just magnanimous. Dallas, they ended up beating Dallas in 2017 remember that they beat dallas he had that bad he had that bad wheel he had that calf muscle that was torn he 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 played well in dallas throws that pass on the sidelines jared cook hanging his toes right there on the edge mason crosby comes in kicks the field goal splits the upright and off they go to atlanta they find themselves in an nfc championship game they had no business being in they were not a good team their defense was not good but yet still 
They got there. Then they go to Seattle. They get a win against the Seattle. Actually, Seattle comes to Lambeau Field 2020. They get a win, and they lose to San Francisco. Then we all know what happened. Last year, the Rams, Then or uh, two years ago, the Rams come into town. They beat the Rams, and they lose to Tampa Bay. Rodgers still threw up a 101.6, but he also had a costly pick in that ball game as well. And then, obviously, last year, it just all didn't materialize. But overall, he's 12-10, and 10, and he's done it at times with bad defenses, and they had no business being as far as they got, but yet he got them there. He's got a 100.1 quarterback rating, and overall, he's he's been really pretty solid. 45 touchdowns, only 13 interceptions in the postseason. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lay all the postseason Rogers' feet prior to the last couple of years, you know, no, I'm not going to go there. Now, when I had talked about what would happen and what would Mark Murphy need to do and one thing that he has to do going into this offseason, I talked about that going into the commercial break. And the one thing, going back to the caller prior, the one thing Mark Murphy has to do, has to do, and I think this this is where we've all um, kind of been erroneous uh, of this at times, is be honest. you got to be honest with yourself. And you got to look Brian Gutekinds in the eye, Russ Ball in the eye, Matt LaFleur in the eye. you got to be honest. This whole thing about talent evaluation, you got to be honest. Because there's when, when you and I look at this thing, we want to look at it through green and gold colored glasses, right? We want to we, we, we talk about the good. We, this is going to be okay, no big deal. They're seven and zero without Devontae Adams. Without Devontae, eh? He's selfish. He was a selfish player. Rogers always locked on him. That means Rogers is going to get better. Rogers is going to be a better quarterback. The guys around him are going to be better. Oh my God, he can still move. He can still run. The offensive line is going to give him time. The the innovation of Matt LaFleur and the offense and the Shanahan offense, it's all going to come to fruition. He's going to run it the way it's supposed to be run. The play calling is going to be better with Basachi. Special teams are going to be great and this and this and this. And it's all crap. It's a lie. It's It should be here in a level of mediocrity or just above it, and instead we're placing it here as if there's this just this air of arrogance of just no big deal. It's green and gold, man. They're going to roll the helmets out. No problem. And I think this year you got to look at this almost pessimistically and be honest. you got to look at it at Matt LaFleur and say, can you coach Aaron Rodgers? And Aaron, are you going to sit down and be the guy that we expect you to be or are you, I don't want to practice, I don't want to play in preseason, I don't like joint practices, let Cobby coach him up. Are you the guy that wants to give us the excuses as to why not to do anything because you're the smartest guy in the room? Because if you are, go be smart somewhere else. Go go get your fire somewhere else because you've, you've put yourself on a pedestal so high 
that everybody else around you feels so far beneath you and so much less because of you calling them out in the media and pointing out all the problems and all the issues and pointing the finger in so many different directions instead of just shutting your mouth and saying, I need to play better. I need to help these guys better. I need to lower myself. I need to help bring them up. I need to do everything and anything I could possibly do within myself as a football player, as a competitor, as a guy that wants to win a championship, as a guy that took all the money and raised people up around me to say, we're going to be on this level. We're going to do it together. Because we're only as good as our weakest link. And if our weakest link is going right and I need him to go left, that's on me. Because I have to help him better. I have to help him be on the same page with me. Mark Murphy has to look Aaron Rodgers in the eye and say, is it going to be you, the all-in football player, or is it going to be you, the guy walking around in, in all the different outfits, trying to be cool on social media? Are you going to be the guy that's taking all the money, going and blowing out your colon on a beach somewhere? Because if you want to go do all that, go do all that, but not on my time. You're either in it or you're not. Are you committed or not? And don't give me a half-assed commitment. You're either in it or you're not. Because we're going to go all in. We're going to go all in for you because we know the window is closing. So we want to do everything we can to win a championship right now. Because if you're not in it, then don't expect us to be. Okay, you get the answer you want. Okay, then you move on. You look at Matt LaFleur. Can you coach him? Can you coach the rest of this team? Why are there so many mental mistakes on your watch? That's coaching, friend. That's on you. So you be honest with me and tell me if you still got the balls to do this. Because if you don't, I find, I'll find somebody who will. Then you go out and you talk to Brian Gudikins and you say, why didn't you pull the trigger on some of these deals? What are you valuing? Let's go through your track record. Let's look at your draft, okay? Hang on to that third-round draft choice like grim death because you know why? We can't get enough Jay Sternbergers in here. Oh, my God. Slap my ass with a grilled cheese sandwich if you ever hit on a third-round draft choice again. Let me know because that'll be the first. You kind of suck, too. You got to be honest. How far behind the eight ball are you? Right? That's what you have to ask. And if you start to answer and look at these guys and go, no, mediocrity, 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 can't get it done, can't get it done. Here's all the excuses why not to rather than why I will succeed, then I need to start cleaning house. You know what? Mark Murphy needs to say, before I get out of here, one thing I am going to do is try to put the train back on the tracks. You, you, and you, go, go collect some unemployment. Time to, time to go. Time to cut bait. I'd rather pay a lot of guys to go away and start with guys that really want to play, really want to listen, really want to coach, really want to be defined as football players. Because once you start making money, money changes people. It's the ultimate team sport. And when you have a hugely lopsided balance in pay, it becomes problematic. So you need to find out. You need to find out who's got the chops to kind of turn this thing around. And if you don't, then you need to start making changes. But the one thing Mark Murphy has to do is start with himself and work his way down and be honest. Don't give me all the well, if attributes. Don't give me the uh, last year of Ken Maka, what if. If everybody hits to the back of their baseball card, if everybody plays well, if everybody exceeds, well, then we're going to be good. No, 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 no. I'm playing poker, and I want to hedge my bets. I want a hand that has me a full house, a royal flush, a straight flush. I want something that's going to tell me I am going to be successful now. 
Now, if Rogers says I'm not all in, if he wants to go cleanse a colon 47 times and feel a million fingers in his rectum or whatever he was feeling uh, on that day on the beach, whatever that, whatever that happens to be, if he wants to go do that, go do that. Now we're going to start the rebuild. Jordan, have at it. The $50 million man, he took his cape, he's gone. He's flying around on top of a pedestal somewhere. Now we're going to get back to what football is. We're not going to have a ton of money this first year. We're going to have to do it with some draft choices and start building up. Is Matt LaFleur the guy? Yes or no? Let's, but you got to be honest. No! you got to be honest. Because this, <laughs> this, this, you get two years of this. If you take next year and you don't have guys and you have a bunch of sour, dead money salary, I think fans will go, okay, give me a year. Let's see what development is. Okay, let's see what guys have. But if you do this same thing and just run it back and it's the same way next year, oh, my God. You talk about losing a fan base. Ronald says, stop it. Management's afraid of uh, afraid of offending the fans. Um, no. You, you know what? This year, yes. From here on out, you can't. You can't. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. As always. Got to give my shout out to uh, my buddy Fritz. Maybe he'll be the new sheriff out there in Lacrosse. Or uh, good dude, he just hit me up o- over on Instagram. So uh, Fritzy, best of luck to you tomorrow at the polls, man. Good, good stuff. Um, but uh, when I'm out that way, I stopped into that, which uh, that was uh, the reason some people were asking me if I'm what hat I was wearing again today. It's the Briar Patch hat, the cigar shop out there in Lacrosse. I stopped there last week when I was out there for. Uh, for uh, the uh, the quick trip visit, we did a, a sales seminar and such. But also, uh, when I'm out that way, uh, we've uh, we've we've had a beverage and a meal and such over there at our friends Buzzard Billy's. Buzzard Billy's, the Starlight Lounge. And I got an email uh, a little earlier from Jan. Said, "Hey, did you make it to Buzzard Billy's?" I did not. Uh, I apologize, but I didn't. I was going to stop and see Heather, the manager, but I didn't get a chance to get over there and say hi. I got so busy and my time was booked. So, I know it's an excuse. I get it. I get it. I get it. You're right. But uh, I just I was ready to get home by the time I got done with it. It was a long day. I didn't get out that way until one in the morning. Got up at five five fifty, and then did the all day tour at Quick Trip. Gave a seminar after that. Stopped over to the Briar Patch, and then I still had to get back home uh, and drive back into uh, to Milwaukee. So I was I was a little bit beat. So I didn't get over to Buzzard Billy's, but I, I will get back over that way. But I did get, get a chance to see Fritzy. And talk to him and wish him the best of luck. Such an incredibly good guy. And when you sit down and talk to him, he just genuinely gives a damn about protecting people. So I, it's an unsolicited endorsement, so to speak, but just just a good guy. I just love picking his brain and listening to him talk uh, about you know the po- political side of things versus actually being a sheriff and protecting people and kind of common sense stuff. So I, I just enjoyed that. So uh, I wanted to give him a little bit of a shout out. Uh, Joe says, love the rant. 
He says, do you care if I put that on a T-shirt? <laughs> Slap me in the ass with a grilled cheese sandwich. No, go ahead. Feel free. Take it. Use it. Um, you know, like I said, the, the next one, the next third round draft choice that hits, uh, then I can go ahead and have that done to me. Maybe in public. Who knows? There you have it. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Chris listening to us here in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, Bill, I don't think you took it far enough, my friend. I think it starts <laughs> at the top. I think they need to fire Murphy. The board of directors need to take a look at and evaluate him. You ain't going to tell me when they first hired Gutenkunz after Ted, Murphy, or, uh, Ted left that it was Gutenkunz who said, okay, we're going to make you the highest-paid quarterback in the league again, even after coming off of three years of sub-performance. Sure, they went 13-3 under, uh, under Matt the first year, but he still uh, played like crap. Even though he has whatever his rating is, it's terrible. Number two, Aaron Rodgers is continuously for the last two or three years locked on to receivers and doesn't look. He and, and you go against Tampa Bay. Okay, he throws the ball how many times at Devontae Adams when he had other receivers wide open. Number two, he's afraid to get under center and listen to the coach go play action because the coach wants him to be under center more, have more motion, and run out of play action. Who's the who's the guy running it? Is it Lafleur or is it 1265 telling Rodgers you're God and no matter what the coach says you're still going to do what you're doing because yesterday he had players open he missed he's overthrowing the ball I don't care if he's got a thumb he's got a thumb injury then the coach should be taking him off pull him out right. of there you know I'm just so frustrated the, the offense is supposed to be all we heard is motion get in and out of the huddle and go. We're still sitting there going, like, how come they didn't blow the whistle because Rodgers is snapped, having the ball snapped at zero seconds. All the defense is going to do is key up on you because right. you know you're not going to snap the ball to one second. But, I mean, they've, got, they've been hurting the trenches, but they proved against uh, Buffalo they can run the ball. What did they have, 20 attempts yesterday against whatever? No, Rodgers said, oh, these guys are the worst defensive backfield in the league. I'm going to throw, throw, throw. And that's what he did. And he looked like a mm-hmm. chicken out there. He's yeah, they they had yesterday a lot of uh, a lot of different options for Aaron Rodgers to be able to do certain things. Um, and, and appreciate the phone call. And you're right. I, I'm, they threw the ball a lot when they could have ran it. They did do a good job at stuffing the run. It wasn't uh, horrific. They did. Uh, Detroit did do a pretty good job at stuffing the run. Slap my ass but, with a grilled cheese sandwich. So, but when, you know, look, uh, you go back to the year that, uh, the, you know, the, the six and nine season, six, nine and one, 2018, Mike McCarthy gets fired. Aaron Rodgers it wasn't a great season by any stretch of the imagination. He had a quarterback rating of 97.6. We all know this. We've been through this. You know, we've talked about it. Uh, he had 25 touchdowns, only a couple of picks. Uh, the ratio itself was really good. He protected the football. But they were they were not a good football team. But basically, the same people. The following season, they go thirteen and three under Matt Lafleur, and he he pretty much flourishes. Although the quarterback rating was less. Remember, twenty six touchdowns and four picks. It wasn't a great year. That's when they thought, well, maybe we're we're going to pick up a, a another quarterback. But they went thirteen and three which I, it didn't make sense to me to go get another quarterback. And then after that, he had a quarterback rating of 121.5, a 111.9 last season, 40, 
48 touchdowns and five picks two years ago, 37 and four. He's got 14 touchdowns and seven picks. He hasn't had seven or more picks since 2016 when they went 10 and six. The last time he had more was the year prior when they went 10 and six. He had 31 touchdowns and eight picks. The only time he's ever had double digit picks in his life, oddly enough, was the year they won the Super Bowl. 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. That was it. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show to come. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Lions 15-9 here at Ford Field. One week after firing his defensive backs coach, the Lions' Dan Campbell awarded the game ball to his defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn. I'm proud of them. I just gave the game ball to AG. It's a hell of a job, man. Coaches his heart out. He put everything into it, as he always does, and those guys responded. We knew we needed takeaways today. A minimum of two is what we talked about. Kirby Joseph came up big. Hutch got one. We were in the fight, and that's all you can ask for. We're in it. We're in it. The Packers had as many as eight players have to leave the game with injuries. The most serious, Eric Stokes, getting his knee and ankle twisted in a scene too gruesome for Fox TV to replay. I spoke to Packers defensive back Rasul Douglas. Eight or nine of your teammates had to leave the game with injury. Does that say something of the intensity of today's game? I don't know. That is that or the turf. It's probably a little bit of both. Everybody knew this was a game that we had to win or should have won. And injuries happen as a part of the game. Yeah, yeah, everybody was fine, full speed. Everybody was trying to get a win. So the Lions improved to two and six. The Packers fall to three and six and host the Cowboys, followed by the Titans on Thursday night football. Green Bay losing five in a row. What's next? Matt Lafleur. We got eight games left. Um, <laughs> we got to take it. We got we got the Dallas Cowboys coming into Lambeau, uh, and certainly they're riding high right now. Playoff caliber team. Uh, they got stars all over the place. So we got to get back to work and, and try to come up with a better plan to put our guys in a better position and go out and battle in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers. I've been counted out many times in uh, my life, as have many of my teammates, and I hope we just dig deep and find a way. From Detroit, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Bill Michael show continues on. Mike Clemens, by the way, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned for that. He's going to join us at the top. You know why? Because at the bottom of this next hour, Mike uh, Mike McCarthy is going to speak, and Mike is Mike Clemens is going to be a part of that conversation. Hey, let's just state the facts. I mean, I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. <laughs> you damn straight. <laughs> so. So Mike is going to be on that call. So we're going to get Mike Clemens today a little bit earlier than normal. So we're going to have Mike from uh, about a minute or so from now until uh, we get to the bottom bottom of the hour. So uh, hang in there for that. So that's coming up in the next hour. We'll get back into the phone calls and such as well. We'll also uh, hear uh, after the bottom of the hour from uh, some of the uh, some of the sound from yesterday. Uh, don't forget, you can get a hold of us in many different facets, and we'll get back to the phone calls, too, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. 
Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, now it's on Instagram, it's on uh, Twitch, it's on TikTok, it's on all that stuff, and you can also get a hold of the program on many of the different uh, podcast format, formats as well. Google Podcast, Apple, iTunes, and you can also find us on Spotify. So plenty of different uh, ways to find us there. By the way, Mark wants to know, uh, does it matter that Little Wayne declares the Packers season over? It really doesn't. By the way, Little Wayne, he wears a white fur coat with a Packers jersey. Um, just for those of you that are into fashion. So that's coming up, too. <laughs> so, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. And I'm sure many of you indulged a little bit too much yesterday after trying to make that memory of that Packers game go away. You might have done it with some of the uh, wines from Forgotten Fire Winery. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show. Mike Clemens up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.